Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This morning, Sydney's Freedom Day, the long-awaited roadmap to freedom signed off, all will be revealed today. Police crackdown, officers prepare to catch rule breakers when regional Victoria comes out of lockdown tonight. Pfizer scandal, documents reveal the government messed up the vaccine deal and left Australia exposed. And unseen pictures revealed, photos of 9-11 released ahead of the 20-year anniversary. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Sydney's COVID lockdown is set to ease on October 18 after the state's crisis cabinet signed off on the long-awaited roadmap to freedom. New South Wales is expected to reach its 70% double-dose vaccination target next month, meaning an easing of restrictions for the fully vaccinated. Among the rewards, access to pubs, clubs and restaurants. I'm extremely optimistic that at 70% double dose, everybody who is vaccinated will enjoy life much more freely uh, than what we do today. While some regional areas with no cases could be allowed more freedoms as early as this weekend. 200 police officers are preparing for a crackdown when regional Victoria comes out of lockdown tonight. Pubs, cafes, restaurants and hairdressers will reopen with strict density limits. Shepparton is the only exception to the changes for those living outside Melbourne. It's not a snapback, it's not Freedom Day, it's not 100% of capacity down at the pub. It can't be. If it is, then we will simply see numbers spread. Schools will reopen with children in prep grade 1 and grade 2. Year 11 and 12 will also return to face-to-face learning. Hundreds of Victorians stranded on the New South Wales border will soon be allowed to return home. Under a new trial, residents can apply for an exemption. They'll need to prove they live in Victoria, return a negative COVID test, have at least one vaccine dose and prove they've been living in the border bubble for at least two weeks. Applications for permits will open at midday on Friday. The sluggish start to Australia's vaccine rollout could have been avoided after shock emails suggested the federal government delayed key meetings with Pfizer. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken. Good morning, Taylor. How has the health minister responded to this? Jody Greg Hunt has slammed these claims as misleading, saying that these emails obtained by Labor simply don't show the full story. The government has faced intense scrutiny after an email trail released under freedom of information laws reveals Pfizer was offering millions of COVID-19 vaccines as early as 14 months ago, while other emails show the drug giant requested a meeting with the health minister but was shut down despite warning it was already 
already engaged with other nations such as the UK and the US and was progressing swiftly on locking in deals. Labor says the government's wait-and-see approach on vaccine as supply deals significantly hampered the national rollout and has left the government scrambling to secure vaccine swap deals in order to catch up. But despite the delay, Australia's vaccine rollout is set to hit another milestone today with 40% of the eligible population receiving two doses. While at 80% fully vaccinated, international travel can resume with reports this morning the ban on Australians leaving the country will be dropped as early as November with vaccine certificates, the new must-have ticket in town to freedom. Jody. OK, Taylor Aiken, thank you. Queensland's health minister has admitted to an embarrassing text blunder. Yvette Darth said she repeatedly tried to contact Peter Dutton, then complained he hadn't answered at a press conference. It turns out it was the wrong number. They've since spoken and both want to move on from the blunder. A new report has provided much-needed insight into how the Delta variant is affecting children. The National Centre for Immunisation and Research found the rate of transmission is very low. That's despite a five-fold increase in cases in schools and childcare centres in New South Wales. We're still seeing that children you know, primarily have mild disease or sometimes no symptoms at all. Now, some children will be hospitalised, around 2%. The same report revealed COVID transmission was mostly spread by unvaccinated adults to children. Notorious Sydney criminal Arthur Nettie Smith has died in Long Bay Prisons Hospital, aged 76, after almost 40 years behind bars. He'd been in palliative care for a year, suffering Parkinson's disease. The infamous hard man eventually turned whistleblower, testifying against former corrupt cop and friend Roger Rogerson. Smith claimed police gave him a green light to commit crimes. There's been a major breakthrough in the murder of Melbourne teacher Shanae Edwards. A man has been arrested more than a month after she was found dead in the Eastern European country of Georgia. Shanae was hiking alone and on the phone to a friend when she was attacked on July 30. More than 200 people were interviewed during the extensive international operation. The man is facing between 7 and 15 years in prison. A kick in the guts. That's how victims of the 2011 Queensland floods have described the decision to dismiss their compensation payout. In 2019, the Supreme Court ruled SEQ Water was partially responsible for damages and the dam operator ordered to pay $440 million, but that ruling's been overturned. It's heartbreaking and I know that you're drinking champagne and you're laughing your heads off, but think of the little people here, the battlers. The floods in January 2011 affected 6,500 homes at the time. Police have targeted a high-ranking bikey boss living overseas in a major drug bust on the New South Wales central coast. Homes and a business owned by the in-laws of the Comanchero's Mark Buttle were raided. Officers seized $3 million worth of methamphetamine and arrested two men. They were both denied bail and will face court in November. With lockdown shutting down swimming lessons for millions of children, COVID is also being partly blamed for a huge spike in drownings around Australia. 300 Australians lost their lives in the last year. I know that a lot of this is around complacency and frequenting locations within their local areas or within their states, which they normally wouldn't go to. Men account for 80% of drownings, with alcohol and drugs considered key factors. 
A Sydney council will conduct a small-scale bird cull after dozens of complaints from residents who've been swooped and attacked by a pair of rogue magpies. It comes as photographers share extraordinary pictures of a magpie attacking an airborne drone. It seems COVID isn't the only airborne threat residents in Sydney's northern suburbs have to contend with. The bird has swooped my granddad. He has bled from the ear a couple of times. He got him right at the back. This is one of the offenders now on Lane Cove Council's hit list. Two birds, the target of a cull, after no fewer than 25 complaints were received from residents around Johnston Crescent. He's a, he's a menace. He did get a child on the eye. He's got quite a few people on the head. He draws blood. One resident reporting they were left bleeding heavily and needing tetanus shots and antibiotics. Most magpies never, never swoop anybody, but a few do and those get all the publicity. No surprise, spring is the breeding season, but experts say COVID's demands to mask up are having an unexpected impact, making it tougher for territorial creatures to recognise their favourite targets. I'm imagining the magpies going, which one of them is it? You know, they all look the same. Um, so I better have a go at all of them. On Tantallon Road in Lane Cove, things have gotten so bad that not only has Council put up these signs with the QR code, but residents have added to it as well, offering anyone who's come here without protection a free umbrella. The QR code takes victims to an interactive map where they can report where and what occurred. Drone operators giving us a bird's eye view of, well, a bird's eye. Again, not quite sure if it was trying to impress my drone or if it was trying to attack it. Evan Batten, 7 News. A parliamentary inquiry has begun in Western Australia into a string of alleged sexual assaults on mine sites run by BHP and Fortescue Metals. The inquiry will look at the systems in place to protect workers and report harassment at remote sites. Today, WA police issued a warning to fly-in, fly-out workers, commit a sex crime and you will face justice. One of the biggest trends in the world of beauty is the greenwashing of products, companies saying they're cleaning up cosmetics and creams. But too often the promises are false. There are ways to spot the real deal over those that are simply clever marketing. When Anna Ross founded her beauty brand in Melbourne in 2014, she made sure her products would not just be beautiful on the outside. Would I put this on my child? If I don't want to be wearing it, why would I be making it for other women to wear? Because it is so... It's dangerous. Kester Black has a B Corp tick. Certification showing it has the highest global environmental and social standards. But many brands only offer pretty words. Terms like clean beauty can be very vague because they're not actually regulated. To be sure products aren't tested on animals, check for the Leaping Bunny logo. Organic means nothing unless it's certified. Other meaningless marketing words include clean, green, blue for ocean friendly, sustainable, ethical, natural and naturally derived. It might be naturally derived, but what is it now <laughs> um, after it's gone through the manufacturing process? Online beauty sales have soared in recent years with products small, lightweight and easy to ship. But customers should check before clicking buy that they're comfortable with how a product's made. Once a consumer gets to know a brand um, and they can trust in that brand, you'll see repeat purchases. Kester Black is now expanding internationally, with Anna's sights set on giving beauty marketing a makeover everywhere. If we get the attention of the big companies in the industry, then it means that we can actually make a change for the better. Gemma Acton, 7 News. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is lower this morning. The Nasdaq is also down. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher, but Hong Kong's Hang, Hang Seng fell. The All Lords lost ground, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,794 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 62 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 73.78 US cents, 81 Japanese yen and $1.03 New Zealand. The alleged sole surviving suspect of the 2015 Paris terror attacks has appeared in court declaring himself a soldier of Islamic State. Salah Abdesalam is one of 20 men on trial for their involvement in the attacks, which killed 130 people. Survivors and families of victims attended the opening day of the historic hearing. The trial will last for at least nine months. A powerful earthquake has shaken southwest Mexico, killing at least one person. The magnitude 7 quake struck near the port city of Acapulco, causing buildings to sway and power outages. Residents scrambled to find safety when the quake hit and a number of aftershocks were felt in the hours since. Britney Spears has moved a step closer to independence, with her father making legal moves to end the conservatorship that's controlled her life for 13 years. Court papers reveal Jamie Spears said if she believes she can handle her own life, she should get the chance. A judge will now decide the singer's future. Never-before-seen pictures of the September 11 terror attacks have been released by the US Secret Service as America prepares to mark the 20th anniversary of the tragedy. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. What do the new pictures show? Well, Jodie, extraordinary that after 20 years that there are still these images that the public hasn't seen. These taken by Secret Service agents based uh, in their New York office, you can see... Uh, looking back at the towers uh, once they'd been hit by the planes, that image taken once they'd fallen. And this, the limousines uh, in their bunker, presidential limousines that had been covered in debris during the attacks. Now, uh, Secret Service had another incredibly important job that day, and that was to keep George W. Bush alive. They were so worried that he was a sitting target that they kept him in the air in Air Force One, uh, speaking in a new documentary, along with some of his staff, about exactly how that day play played out. I remember the Secret Service screaming, take off your heels and run. We never had a crisis quite like this. Of course we all were hurting. We all were terrified. The first plane was an accident, the second one was an attack, and the third one was a declaration of war. Of course, George Bush made it back to Washington that evening to address the nation and launched what became uh, a 20-year war in Afghanistan. Uh, the former president is set to speak and deliver a keynote address at the Fight 93 Memorial in Pennsylvania. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney, thank you. Extended COVID lockdowns around the country have thrown normal routines into chaos and shut workplaces and social settings, leaving millions feeling isolated. Today is Are You OK? Day and Aussies are being urged to check in on their loved ones. The day will be marked virtually this year and the suicide prevention charity wants the conversations to dig deeper. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sydney's COVID outbreak has caused this year's NRL Grand Final to be moved north to Brisbane. The game's showpiece will be held on October 3 at Suncorp Stadium. It's the first time the game's showpiece game has been held outside Sydney in its 114-year history. Queensland legend Billy Slater is on the verge of being named the Maroons' new state of origin coach, despite having never coached an NRL team before. Geelong coach Chris Scott has fired back at comments from one of Australia's most respected sport doctors, calling them unprofessional. Dr Peter Larkins labelled Tom Stewart's grand final comeback plans as delusional just six weeks after foot surgery. Swan star Luke Parker has turned his back on free agency, signing a new four-year deal at Sydney, and Port Adelaide have lured recently retired hawk Sean Burgoyne back to Alberton in an off-field role. The teenage takeover of the US Open continues in New York. 18-year-old Briton Emma Raducanu joined fellow teen Leila Fernandez in the semi-finals after beating Olympic gold medalist Belinda Bencic. Raducanu is the first ever qualifier, male or female, to reach the US Open semis. She's also yet to drop a set all tournament. After the chaos of the previous two rounds in Formula One, championship leader Max Verstappen took a more leisurely approach to this weekend's round at Monza. The Red Bull driver drove his car through the streets of Palermo in Sicily, even going for a few donuts. Verstappen leads second-placed Lewis Hamilton by three points. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a front will cross Tasmania, southeast South Australia and Victoria, bringing gusty rain and showers. A trough will trigger showers in southern WA. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny, heading for a top of 25 degrees in Brisbane. Sydney, mostly sunny and 27. Partly cloudy, 19 degrees the top in Canberra, mostly sunny and 24 in Melbourne. Showers in Hobart, heading for 18. Mostly sunny in Adelaide, 25 degrees today. And rain in Perth, 18. And sunny and 35 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News. I'm Jodie Spears. (laughs) 